listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Hello guys, welcome to the review for today. Uh, a couple of things, thanks for all the people that reached out to me about co-hosting. I it was pretty overwhelming, like I had a lot of people reach out. I got back to who I could, and uh, th- those that I didn't, don't take it personally. It's just a time issue, and uh, after talking to a few people that met the criteria, I ended up uh, picking a guy out of Texas and uh, he's going to start doing some pods with me as well as with Garrett. So we kind of split them up uh, in January. But uh, this week we got uh, Nicholas Christakis. Uh, he's like a COVID expert. And then we got Gary Laderman. He deals with like sex and drugs and rock and roll and all that business. And then, of course, ending up with Donnell Rawlings and Dave Chappelle. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one. Two, one, go. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another JRE Review. Oh, i got to adjust my mic. It's loud. we got Garrett here again. How you doing, Garrett? Very good, very good. How you doing, man? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. The weather in Bozeman is perfect. I don't is know it? why we always cover weather. Yeah, dude, today it's really nice. What I mean, it's it? cooler. What's perfect? It's just sunny and nice. Beautiful nice. day. The mountains look great. Snow on them. It's, it's a very pretty place up here. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. How's LA? I heard you had another shutdown. Let's talk about um, it. Yeah, we're kind of in the thick of it, like, <laughs> the next 12 hours or so. I don't know. There's so much uncertainty. Like I've been getting some emails from my job. I bartend right up the way here in Venice, and um, we were actually one of the thriving bars. Why this whole thing's been going on? Because we've had a lot of outdoor seating. But uh, I don't know. It was like talked about last week that they were thinking about doing another shutdown, and I've heard through the grapevine that there was something about it had to be X amount of cases, and we exceeded that. It was like 4,500 to 5,000 cases if we hit that, and then I apparently the biggest number was in the past few days it was 6100 new reported cases so um i just heard that a couple hours ago and um the effect goes in tomorrow we've had this curfew in effect since uh, i want to say sunday night i believe that was that's correct either saturday or sunday night but um so what's that you got to be in bed by 10 or what (laughs) that's the thing too man it's like like we closed down the restaurant, but uh, yeah, we. I mean, I don't know in bed, but yeah, you got to be home. They don't. I, apparently, you can get in trouble for being out, as is the sentiment. But I, I, I think it'd be hard pressed for a cop to write somebody a ticket. And apparently, if you're homeless, you can be outside. Like, what, what are we doing? I, I don't. I heard COVID doesn't come out come out past ten. Apparently, is the is the narrative. So, right. <laughs> God, it's just this shit, man. I, I don't know what to say. I'm glad I'm not there for that. That would piss me off. Yeah, I, and it's so weird too because I think you saw that little meme I sent in the group chat. It's like doing this thing where only some states are open and some are closed. It's like having a having a piss section in a f- public pool. It's like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was a good explanation. It's like, so 
Because even in my own mind, now that we're shut down, the first thing that comes to mind is I should go to Florida or Arizona, and I can't be the only person thinking that. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are we, like, I just don't know the theory behind it, so. Well, hang in there. I mean, we're all figuring it out yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I think this is a good good time to start with uh, the Nicholas Christakis podcast review. Yeah. Um, 1566. That guy obviously wrote a book on COVID, and I thought it was really good that he came on right? because he kind of cleared some shit up about, you know, what's what. I, I like the fact that he did a lot of research kind of early on, like he knew this was going to be a big problem right? and kind of got in there early. Right. Um, Was he from, like, Yale or somewhere? Yeah, or Harvard. Yeah, I think he was Harvard. I don't know. One of the good schools, right. though. Um, and, and he said the masks are really effective. Bandanas yeah. suck though, Garrett, just so you know. He did say that that sucked, but he also said, that's why I have, I find it to be a slippery slope too. Cause he's like, well, anything's better than nothing. So true. But as masks go, right. well, those ones are I'm, the worst, but I'm, I'm a, you know, let, let's say they're 10 times better than not wearing one. Then it's still gotta be good. Right. I mean, yeah, yes. I just don't know. I, I, I'm not. I think it's naive to think that you put on this little piece of cloth and it's like the and it's like the savior. Like somehow that's become the narrative, and I just don't buy that for like one second. Like, sorry. Yeah, I'm still okay. With well, honestly, a lot of people up here are getting sick, man. Where a you're lot at? of people. Yeah, in Bozeman, it's really spiking, and people are taking mask shit seriously. I mean, I'll take it seriously, of... but it's like, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, <laughs> it just um, seems that we picked that thing to be like the thing, and now it's like, I mean, Joe repeats it over and over again. I think we've hit on the thing about a million times. It's like, are you taking care of yourself and your own health? Period. This idea that you're going to be overweight, not practicing good health, not getting sleep, and then wear a mask and be okay. It's like, eh, I don't know if that's really the case, but. That's right. I think what he's getting at, though, is like, even if you like you stay in good shape, like let's say your immune system's strong, but you get sick, right. you still get it, but you just don't get very sick. Right. Like it's for one day. Right. The thing is, though, without a mask, you could give it to someone else right. that is not in good shape at right. the bar, and they, you know they really go downhill fast. Right. So that's kind of like the group responsibility that he's getting at. Yeah, I mean, I can appreciate that. I'm not. Yeah. I get that side of it too. So, but that's a big point that you made, and Joe says it all the time. Where is the talk about fucking physical fitness still and like eating day. right and green smoothies and still jello, like, not jello shots, but uh, <laughs> ginger shots oh, and right, right. wheatgrass and just practicing self care. I mean, it's, it's I don't know. I mean, that said, like as much as I, I do that, I can see how the other road is got to be attacking people too as far as like i want to say alcoholism but just partaking you got nothing to do like especially here in california they won't let us leave the houses like at the curfew time it's like i don't know i guess it just comes down to personal decisions at the end of the day you can't act like outside sources are always like affecting what the hell you do but um i don't know yeah to get back to his point he did say that covid was actually a pretty big deal so it's i i can't undermine it especially given a lot of the facts that he was dishing out. I mean, I've never taken it lightly, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I'm just taking personal responsibility to 
take care of Well, the cost that he mentioned really hit me. Right. He said, like, some people got together and they realized that it's going to cost $16 trillion. <laughs> That's the cost. And then he was talking, like, how Like, wait a minute, what? How many fucking zeros is that? 12? Yeah, I never even heard of anything, a number that big. He was saying something about having like 300 million vials you'd have to make or something like that. Is that what I, is that accurate? I think, yes, I think so. He's like, that just, I, how are they going to do this vaccine? Because he was talking about them needing to be like super cold and right. places didn't even have like the right refrigeration. Yeah, like, I'm like, like, oh some, God. Some crazy like negative 150 or something. I can't remember, but it was some number that you're like, wow, I don't even know if I've seen a like, colder than dry ice, I think he was saying. Yeah, I mean, how the fuck are they going to give that to you? Everyone's got to buy new fridges, I guess. <laughs> CVS, that probably be a game. <laughs> Maybe we corner the fridge game. What was good, though, is he, I mean, in a positive light, even though it's like, fuck the economy and mess with a lot of people's heads, uh, but he's really saying that COVID isn't that bad in the sense of, like, how many people have died. Like, it's not like the plague where it wipes out, like, a third of your family. Right, could be much worse. Did you get that thing he was talking about when he was talking about World A and World B and there's a thousand people and then blah, blah, blah? I don't know if I was just – I, I yeah, was not following about that. Percentages, that was a little confusing to me too. He's like, well, 90% of the people, but it was 10. I kind of didn't understand. We're just too stupid for it. Yeah. It was clearly the type of uh, example that he would give at Harvard. Right. Maybe if I wrote it down, it would make sense. But I'm like, dude, this is for students. Right. This isn't for – JRE listeners. Yeah, it was. I was like, I'll just just tell us which world we're supposed to believe in. What is it? Just tell us the answer. Yeah, I remember that. Now I mentioned it It was like something about losing ten out of a hundred or a thousand out of something. Yeah, I was hard. I was had a difficult time figuring out which one I was supposed to like more. (laughs) I think Joe did too, if I remember correctly. I think he was like, well, which one's better or something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't believe that Joe got it either. Right. He he was agreeing along, but I think he just wanted to skip it. He right. was like, "All right, that's confusing." Right. The um, the the shit that he was saying about the president uh, being sick was interesting. Like because of his age and the type of medication they gave him, he could have been closer to like twenty percent risk of death. Right. Even though he played it off like no big deal. Two days later, he's like up and jogging around. I mean, but twenty percent is no joke, you? dude. Does that surprise you when it comes to that guy? <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, it makes sense. Now. It makes sense. Nothing. Yeah, but. I was gonna say it makes sense that he would do that. I mean, what are you gonna do? Dwell on the twenty percent? Fuck! I might, I might be in his same shoes. Like, fuck it, I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, but that's that's kind of crazy to think that there was like a one in five chance the right. president was going to die. Good, like, imagine if that was the news out there. People would be fucking freaking out. Yeah. He was saying by the time this shit ends, it's probably going to kill about a million people. I, th- I don't, I think just in the U.S. he means. Wow. So, and it'll probably go on to about 2024 until we get like post-pandemic life. Dude, that's a long fucking time. Like, how are we supposed to adjust to this? Do we need to get new jobs? New careers? Like, do we all go back to school? Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? I really don't know, man. I, I, I have no answers for you right now. <laughs> I was yeah, just getting that back one's... To, I, I just, don't think anyone does. I was just getting back to normal life. Like, I was like, I guess if we're wearing masks and this is what it is right now, then so be it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, tonight's my last shift for however long. I'm going to find out what I'm supposed to work Thanksgiving, and I'm, I'm scheduled for the next week, but... 
we've just been getting these vague emails about uh, the new shutdown. They said they were still voting on it, so it's supposed to be voted on by today. Like, what's going to actually be? Because it could be they completely shut down and don't even do takeout, from my understanding. I'm not sure about that, but. Weren't they saying that um, the unemployment's going to run out in December? Surely that has to change now if oh, they're like, doing another no other shutdown. Option. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. It's like how, like, yeah. See both sides, but at the end of the day, if you, it's like, at what cost? I mean, I realize people are going to lose their lives, but I, I, there's, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but I know that you're driving the economy into the fucking floor. That's for sure. There's no way around right. it. Right. And, you know, the shutdown before obviously didn't really even stop the COVID right. in California. That's what, that's They've what had I'm... the shutdown. So it's like, what's even Elon Musk got it. Right. I'm like, you're telling me this guy doesn't have safety protocols in place to make sure he doesn't right. get it? Right. I mean, fucking people are going to get this shit. Yeah. I mean, Trump got it. Not to name just a bunch of friggin' celebrities that got it, but it's like, yeah, totally. What do you think about the stimulus check? You think they got to do another one, right? Because that twelve hundred bucks didn't do shit. <laughs> I'm, dude. I just feel bad <laughs> for all the people that didn't. Like, I still think about it. There's probably people and just, I mean, people that didn't get the unemployment. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. Well, I didn't get it. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I mean, like, it, you're, it caused me to have to move. That's what I'm saying. And I qualified for it. There was just right. no way to get through. There was no way to. Um, you know, appeal the case and like there was just nothing. I gotta like, imagine you're not and the only I can't person. be the only one. You can't be the only one, that's for sure. No, dude. I mean I've I mean they really stories. handled that like dog shit. Right. There well, was... I I thought I thought having him on was really enlightening and he was pushing quite hard to like come back on again. Right. Which I think kind of annoys Joe when people do that, but right. um I think it would be good to have him on next year and kind of all right this is where we were and now this is where we're at i mean he talked about the vaccine he's saying that it's going to work and you should take it so right. it's like okay i mean where do you stand you know, on that are you i don't well you, dude honestly i'm working at a um like a, a cannabis company up here because they just legalize weed right and uh today there was a harvest we would cut it like getting ready to cut everything and this morning i woke up with like the worst cough i've ever had really bad like f for a long time and here's the thing ordinarily i would just go in because <clears throat> i felt okay yeah but having a cough these days is a bit of a problem when you're with a team of people that are like a well-oiled machine and working right. so i just called them and said look i don't think i should come in i made an appointment for the doctor monday i just feel like f at least even for other people that's like the responsible I shit know, that i should a, do it's such a weirder thing now if you're around people and like they cough if i'm in the bank and somebody coughs it's like holy shit grab a duck under a chair or at least that's what people seem to do you know what i mean i don't know yeah, I it just felt like the right move, and uh, my point is, yeah, get a fucking vaccine. I'm like, you know, I'm not saying make I sure that it, it works, right? I I think I might wait a little bit to see if anyone gets sick. But when was the last time you got a uh, flu shot? Not that I guess I don't know. If that's a good. Comparison. I don't think I've ever got one to be I was honest. Say, I don't recall ever having one my whole life. My mom didn't do that stuff, so it's like I don't. Yeah, I'm not anti, but I'm not pro either. I'll tell you that yeah i don't i don't know i'm certainly not like an anti-vaxxer person right. but we'll see i mean if it gets to the point where it's like you can't fly unless you've had a vaccine i read an article about that 
that one of the airlines is like you can't go internationally if you haven't had the vaccine is like kind of how they're going to set it up i'm like dude i'm not letting it get in the way of like shit i want to do like that yeah i'd be like fuck sure. it i'll just get it for sure but i don't know i don't know see it seems it's like i don't know what they're gonna do with the stimulus package and like i've always said like i live real close to the beach here in california and it's still nice and whatnot <laughs> where i live but it definitely feels like we are on a different planet compared to other states it's like i just don't under, i mean we are like live like it's so nuts to think that six hours away everything's freaking open and yeah you know what i mean it just something about that feels really odd and really like corrupt and political to be honest yeah, hundred percent. But you you just have so many people there that it's it was always going to be difficult for California, and they don't want to become the new New York. Right. I mean, New York's been hit so bad. Right. Um. Anyway, let's move on to the Gary Latterman fifteen sixty five podcast. This guy, I think he was at Harvard, maybe or Stanford, another like top school. But he's a professor that studies death and drugs. And I think sexuality too, but oh, mostly yeah, he like talked the about. Doctor, almost seemed like. That's it. Yeah, he seemed like a cool dude. Oh, absolutely. He he seemed pretty chilled. I liked his style. Yeah. Um, he talked about lots of drug use during COVID. Of course. Right. You know, even psychedelics. Right. It's like, yeah, people are exploring. You know, I mean, right. we're trying to find answers, and we can't get it from government sources and news. So. You know, right. getting out there, and then of course Portland legalized everything, every type of drug, as far as I can tell. What that you, that to me seems fucking crazy, is it? but I, awesome at the same time. I mean, I I'm of the thought that I'm kind of like I, I it's like the guns kill people or the people kill people. That's the same kind of <clears throat> that's the same kind of thought process I have with drugs because it's like if you really want to access something, I probably know somebody or you know somebody that knows somebody. It's like if I wanted to get my hands on something, it's like I I, I don't know. It seems like they should. Yeah, you can get it anyway, but why not? Why not take the money away? For, like get some tax money from it, right? And also take the power away from like cartels and shit. Right. I mean, that's a smart move. Drugs, it's like, how do we all know that, and we're still doing the same shit? I mean, that seems like that's the problem, right? Like when he touched on that, it's just that when you make things illegal, that goes back to prohibition. People want what you, what they can't have. So, yeah. And it just makes business booming because somebody's going to do the thing that causes more risk, which means more profit. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be interesting. Like if they just legalized everything all through the U.S. for just one year, See, like, it, surely that would bankrupt the cartels right. immediately. And then, and then you know, see if it really does like fuck everything up, like people think. I mean, when if they do it in Portland and, and things are normal in Portland, you know. Right. If the whole state doesn't just fall apart and they get a bunch of revenue money, I mean, it's probably going to be hard for other states to ignore that. Right. What I mean, if you tell me heroin's legal, I'm still not going to buy it. Like, I'm, I know that I've seen what people look like on heroin, and I don't really desire to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's not, not my bag at all. But, I mean, uh... I don't, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't know where I stand on that, to be honest. I'd, It'd be interesting to go in one of their dope shops, though, and just see all that shit out there. I'd be like, holy fuck, are you kidding me? Wow, that would be... Could a- have a rager in Vegas with that <laughs> concoction. <laughs> it's true. He he did talk about um, how it's kind of like the perfect storm for COVID. Like, you've got Trump as president, politics is crazy, 
and people are just like, yeah, fuck all this, time for drugs. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate. I mean, <laughs> well, it's like, who are we supposed to look up to for guidance? Right. You know, that's the big thing. It's like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, everybody's you know. looking at everybody else. Like, well, what do you think? And we, I, I, well, the news doesn't help. Not at all. The the politicians don't. You know, most people's parents probably don't even have a fucking clue. Yeah. When people ask me, I'm like, I don't know. It's all about you what, do you, what do, do you do. Do what feels right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Now, well, really though, now's the time. Like, hey, look, if you're still in a job and you don't like it. Um, it's probably scarier than ever to leave, but it might be if you can get unemployment. Right. It might be the time to like s- spend some time and fucking try and start a business. Or that's what I was. You thinking. know, I feel like I kind of just rode the last one out, and they kind of gave us a time frame on this one with three weeks. It's like something in the back of my head has been like, let's start putting together a plan and not let these three weeks just pass by. Yeah, three weeks isn't long, but if you really sit down and and start working and and booking it i mean you know who knows i mean people can do it right i was thinking that myself like i just i want to build something or figure out another plan i mean i've enjoyed my life i've been it was nice covid like didn't end but i slowed down or whatever and i skated right into a nice little job and then made some good money for a few months because people were still wanting to go out and then now we're back to ground zero it feels like i don't know what the hell it's like i I, to be honest with you man it's like it didn't work the first time i don't see why it's going to work the second time yeah so they just don't know what to do and that comes back to like the next thing it's like okay so people aren't working and what have we noticed from like we we had a lot of friends that were in the bar industry when we were in la so we were like all the first people put out of work right and on unemployment so you think wow you don't have to work you can work on yourself work out dude dude very few people did that shit very few people kind of cleaned up their act in a way they kind of fell back into more addictions and that's something that gary was talking about it's like you know there's a lot of addictions out there it's not just drugs there's like you know sex can be one hooking up dating you know generally attention social media going to parties like it's and it, and and all of a sudden we realize, oh wow, the reason I wasn't working out before or being healthy before making healthy choices wasn't because I was so busy with work. It was because, you know, it's almost like boredom now causes that to happen. Right. Well, you can choose your own narrative, but I I hear what you're saying. But um, well, of course you can. But this is this is what I'm seeing from people. Right. I mean, the the most beneficial event that I saw was people leaving. I knew that as soon as I left. Right. And, like, whether you go on a trip and come back or you yeah. move permanently, like, people did that. You did that. Right. It was good. It was good in its own way. Yeah. I mean, I spent three weeks in Phoenix. I spent, like, five weeks in New Hampshire driving ten days, like, on, on the road. I think I took advantage of it pretty nicely as well as I could. I mean... Like you said, I got out of town. There's if it if it does go down like this, I'm giving some serious thought to just hopping in the car and cruising to one of the states that's open again too. And I can't nice. be the only person thinking that, but that's kind of been in the back of my mind. Maybe I can go there and just get a job doing something, and then still kind of enjoy a little bit of normalcy. But yeah, um, well, I'd recommend if right. if for anyone out there listening feels kind of trapped. Sure. with the close down like there are states that are open right 
and you can find a way to like you'd be surprised when you make a list and like really look at who you know right you know when i started to do it i was like i don't know where i could go but now after i've like thought about who i know in different places right. like there's multiple states Absolutely. that i could i'd be welcome to just stay and and spend some time in right. and it would even give me long enough to like set up you know a new life there if i wanted to did you hear about new and mexico? i think a lot of people have that option did you hear about new mexico your old alma mater they were uh think they're shut down pretty hardcore right now too new mexico yeah i think they are they have like a quarantine too i believe right. like if you go there you gotta stay there for a bit i'm not 100 percent sure i know la does they have a 14 day quarantine what does that mean? i don't know how the fuck they're enforcing say, that though mean? i don't know how that would, yeah how, they're, they're, they're really not doing that, that. driving cars what are they gonna say like, just, yeah, i don't know how that works i haven't heard one person say they've done a 14 day quarantine I can tell you that. No, they probably are not doing that, but they still say it. Right. He he did talk about psychedelics, like, and, and Joe always talks about like the reset of psychedelics. Right. You know, like you do them, and it kind of it's like wiping your computer. What does he call it? Control Alt Delete, right. and then the computer reboots, and there's just one folder in the middle, and it's like all your old shit. Right. And you have a choice: open that up and get back into your mess, or like start new. And probably most people just go back into that old folder out of curiosity, and then they slip into their old habits. But it does give you a bit of time to like really kind of feel different and feel kind of refreshed. Right. <laughs> and and even even like the scary trips, right. I think, can be beneficial. Maybe more beneficial because right. they're showing you something about yourself, like you're fucking up. For sure. And and I think that's you know I think that's a powerful message. For sure. You know, I wish you could think that while you're having a bad trip instead of just thinking it's going to go on forever. Yeah, right. I haven't done. Do you have much experience with psychedelics or no? Say, you probably done mushrooms. I haven't done mushrooms in a, in a while. I'm not opposed. I, I kind of, I like that little like warm feeling for sure. Um, I don't know. Do it. Don't Take a trip down to Joshua Tree and get some mushrooms. I'd be down with that. And I don't want to say that my days are over with that, like with acid, but I've I've only had a handful of experiences, but um, I wouldn't be opposed. I don't know. I, it's just one of those things that I have to be in the right headspace for and want to do. But I, right. I, I can tell you one thing. I like, just because I've been holding myself accountable with this little workout situation, like I, I know the next day that no matter what I did the day before, it's not going to be an excuse for me not to get after it. So it's like, how much pain do I want to put myself through the next day? I kind of give my, kind of think about that the day before now. So that's been a good accountability thing for me. But I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to doing some acid or some mushrooms again sometime. But um, yeah, get a reset going, man. Right. I will say, <laughs> who knows? He, maybe we'll get a when we get some normal life. Right. I'll come down there and we'll do a, we'll do a trip. I'd be down with that. He talks about. I think we've talked about this before too, but like meditation. I don't want to say that you can get to like a hallucinogenic spot, but I will say that when I'm doing my daily meditations, there's a certain time where it, it only works for like a few breaths. I, I'm still working on it, but um, like whenever I, I feel like there's a, a handful of breaths throughout throughout the time that I've only spent like ten minutes doing it, but like I feel like in line like i don't know how to describe it. i think you can feel that kind of way whenever you're on mushrooms or any psychedelic you just feel like in line and you're like i'm supposed to be right here right now kind of mentality 
Have, do you have you had a lot of experience meditation doing meditation? Yeah, like, I have mean, you done it much? It's, only, it's it's brief, and I acknowledge it when it happens because because I do when I do my meditation, I just breathe in like one, and then breathe out one, and I do that nice and slow for like a hundred breaths, and it normally is right around ten minutes. Um, so throughout that, when I just get deep, and I only am like I'm trying to focus on the third eye, they say, and I'm always just trying to be like I'm with you. That's what the mantra is to me. And there's a bit, there's like a handful each time where I just feel like completely in tune with what's going on, like part of the universe kind of thing, because my thoughts aren't all over the place. And he he kind of comments on it as being like anxiety washing. He's like, you just feel right. like anxiety get washed off you, and it's like that's kind of where, it, and I, that's why I attribute it to it. I don't like to t- talk about it too much because I think it takes away from the energy from it. But I I do want to share that with people because I feel. You know, I just don't have, like, bad days anymore, to be honest with you. Like, I have bad moments every now and again, but there's no, like, if you just take time to be quiet and, like, intentionally do that, um, I, I, I find that there's a lot more calm and peace throughout the day. That's good. That's nice. I used to go to the float lab, uh, in, and obviously Rogan talks about that a lot, yeah. but in Venice I used to go... I don't know. I I got to like every couple of weeks I would go at the most, I but lo- I generally that. I do like once a month. Right. It dude, that place is amazing. That to me is really the only way I can meditate. Right. I don't have the patience. Right. But two hours of silence and darkness right. and floating. Totally. It really I always feel good when I get out of yeah, that. There's no way really to, good. That's, that's the truth. There's no way to not feel especially even with meditation. I didn't feel like I had the the wherewithal either. I'm trying to extend it to do like 15 or 20 minutes and that's been a game that I need to play and I, I need to be more dedicated but I I find a lot of peace in doing it I try and do it once in the morning and once at night but uh, as long as I get one I'm happy but uh, I don't know well it's good to do you know I mean they end that podcast really talking about the unreported suicides right. it's very disturbing you know people are upset right. and it's difficult and life is hard and they're running out of money and then it goes into other things like what do you do with all your time? He talks about like a d- porn addiction, right? Or like, you know, hypersexualized behavior. Totally. You know, from that, or like young girls doing that, right? And you know, it's people have kind of time now, right? I mean, th- there's a chance to do more dating than ever in a in a weird way. <laughs> so it's like, how is that affecting everybody? Yeah, I don't know. That could go either like way. Like, these I things like, are addictions in themselves. Yeah, right. I, that's all contingent on the person, too, because I, so I imagine a lot of the people on the dating sites are like, I don't want to meet up because of COVID, I guess. Probably, I imagine. I don't know. No, that's true. But yeah, I, I mean, it's I changed know. dating. Like, pe- there are plenty of people that don't want to meet up because of COVID, and th- that's probably a good move. Right. You know, if STDs, which is funny because they were never too worried about STDs before that. They were like, yeah, come over. And now COVID, they're like, nah, I don't know about that. I'm like, STDs are forever, but come on. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to the Donnell Rawlings and Dave Chappelle one. We probably should open with that because we've been waiting for Dave forever. But um, in a way, a bit of a letdown only for the reason being Dave just kind of showed up for the last hour and popped in, but it was still great that he did it. That's what he, that's just, I, after watching that happen, I was like, this is what he does. Like he's, that's yeah, he's, that's, so. that's how he rolls. He's, he's the only guy right. that could ever just show up right. to Rogan, knock on the door and have like a front row seat. Right. I mean, 
Legend. God. He's a legend. I love Donnell. Do you know he's not getting paid for the Netflix I just read Bert Chappelle Christ's. that they put on? What, what's going on with that? I just read that. I think Comedy Central owns all the rights to it, so they're doing like... He's having, I think he's asking people to boycott it, I saw which that. I think I saw is seen that on a quite quite a move. I've seen that on multiple platforms. Where Where is it? Is it on Netflix? I, now it makes me want to watch it. Yeah, more, it's Netflix. <laughs> it, it's on Netflix. It's a newer Did one. Did you believe that Donnell got shot in his thumb? Is this a bullshit story? I still can't figure it out. Why would why I don't know I don't know why he was bull, why would bullshit about that? I don't know. Well, he's a comedian. He says weird, funny stuff, and yeah, he's obviously being a bit shot of a in the hand, loon. In the thumb isn't like I mean I don't know I don't it doesn't seem too drastic, but at the same time it doesn't seem like something I would like lie about like consistently. True, but at the same time, it's like if you get shot in your thumb, he's like my thumb's gonna be fine. They remove the shrapnel. I'm like. What did you get shot with? I don't know. I can't even imagine a caliber small enough to not blow your whole thumb off. Yeah, you have a... I mean, I I ripped my whole thumb off with a crossbow. <laughs> I was going to say, you have a pretty good frame of reference on that. <laughs> yeah. God, I, I mean, I could imagine getting... I was lucky cause the, because the, the bow, like, when it fired, the string is, like, very thin, so it acted kind of like a knife. Right. So it allowed them to kind of put it back together, but I don't know how being shot... I don't know. I maybe I believe him too, but it just was a very funny story. I don't want to hate on him, but he's 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 hard to watch sometimes. Just it just it's like too much. I'm just like, dude, just chill out for a little bit. I just try I guess you see when you watch the podcast people trying to like talk over one another. And when I see He was a little much. Yeah. yeah. Like, he on, he didn't man. have a lot of podcast etiquette for right. sure. Exactly. He's like eating is that what it is? You think podcast Ke- etiquette? I think that, and just this. I mean, I treat these as conversations, so it's like if we were having a conversation, I wouldn't want to be like rah 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 rah. So, that's just well, true. Well, it's that, but I mean, you got to think that people are listening, right? That's so, the like, if you and I are just talking at a bar, I mean, and I'm getting into it, and it's noisy, right? That's like, I might thing. talk over you more, right? Then be patient, right? Totally, I can totally agree with that, but. Yeah, whatever. I don't but either want, way, I, yeah, I he was an unusual it just, guest. It seemed to be a bit much from my own perspective. Sometimes Joe's like just saying, like sitting there, and he like he's like, "Already right, done?" He's like, "You finished? Are you done? You done?" Like, he doesn't say that, but you can tell that's what he's thinking, you know? Right. But, he was busting Joe's balls a lot on that podcast too. Right. Well, because he was like, "You don't believe me." Joe doesn't believe. He's like, "I believe you, dude." That's what I'm saying. Like, chill that, out. That, that's the exact situation I'm referencing. Is that? And he's like, "What are you talking about, man? I've told you 17 times. I believe you. What do you want me to say?" I'm just like, and and he has his dog way. in there. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was just like the default thing to say if he didn't have anything else to say right at that second. He'd say, "You don't believe me about my thumb." It's like, dude, what are we doing? What are you doing? I, I don't know. Either way, let's not focus on that. But that's that was that was the exact situation that I was referencing. Was the- it was basically two hours of that. So if you're a big fan of Chappelle and you just really want to focus on him, I mean, look, just fast forward right. to the last hour. Dude, he's one he of the said he had a pit dude. bull, right? He's 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 fun to listen to. He's obviously a comedian, but he's like he seems to be incredibly like knowledgeable on a lot of things too. Oh, yeah, he spoke Korean, which I thought was cool. Right. Like, out of nowhere, he's just like, yeah, I also speak Korean. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, that's Don L. I mean, he's a, he's a good comedian. Yeah. He is a funny dude, yeah. for sure. For sure. 
I was talking. Sure. I was talking he, with Dave he, though. The way Dave talked was like I. I don't think I've ever seen him talk like. Not that I've ever. He's like dumb by any stretch, but I've never seen him talk like that. Was just like super articulate. Everything he said was super articulate. I thought like more than I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, that's I. That was just an acknowledgement. I was like, man, this guy sounds like a professor today. Like he was like super knowledgeable on multiple things, which I. I shouldn't. I mean, I assume he would be. Well, Dave has great opinions, right? That's, you know, that's what and he, he obviously turns those strong opinions into comedy, right. which is hilarious. So if he takes away the comedy aspect of right. it, and he's not trying to be funny, I mean, he's going to be like astute a, a observer of like human nature. Totally. You know what I mean? That's a good point. And <laughs> and that makes him a little bit more focused. I mean, if compare him to Donnell, right? Right. We were already talking about how Donnell is kind of all over the place and just kind of like waffling on. Right. Dave's very concise and like the things he ha- says hold a lot of weight. Right. That's a you know, people agree. listen to what he's talking about right. for sure. I like that metaphor he threw down. He goes, "We have the recipes, just none of the ingredients." Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's an interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting metaphor. You can probably apply that in a lot of areas. For sure. For sure. We have all the theories, but we don't necessarily have all the tools, I guess. Well, Dave promised to come back in the new year after, I think, the inauguration, which is fucking great news. I would love for him to do like a solid three or four hours on there. Right. And now that I think he's gone in there, you know, he said he was like tricked by Joe, which I thought was quite funny. But at the same time, it's like, well, you've done it now, so it's not a big deal. Right. So come back. For sure. You know, talk about some things, get into it. I think I think it'd be better for Joe too cuz he w- I don't know if he was expecting him in there so he can kind of be a bit more prepared with questions and and maybe Dave would be like more in the mood to really get into stuff. It it seemed like he was like ready to leave a lot of the podcast. He's like, "Okay, right. kind of let's go. I just we ready. Cu- let's eat some elk meat." Yeah, he goes, "Let's go get some lunch or whatever." I think this is what he's accustomed to. He's on Dave time, which is cool. He's made it to that spot where he's like, all right, I'm good on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Which I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, he's, I can't remember if he said he still smokes on planes or not, but I think he said he does. And he's, You're right. He probably does when he's on a private plane. I'm sure. <clears throat> so. They did, they mentioned towards the end, like how this kind of COVID shit came out of nowhere and it like, it really shut everyone down. Like it shut, it's the reason Joe moved because he loved the community at the comedy store. Right. And he, his last performance he talked about was in March, even though I think he performed somewhere with Dave, like somewhere else. But his last time, like working material, I actually got to see that show. Really? That was for um, Stand Up on the Spot. Nice. And uh, um, yeah, it was cool. I took a friend of mine, um, one of the barmaids at Jameson's, actually, who's a, who does stand up and has never seen Joe perform, and kind of just thought, that he's a meathead and not funny and i was like listen you got to watch this guy right. you do comedy like watch him tell me what you think and the stand-up on the spot show is great because if you don't know about it it's jeremiah Watkins show and they just pick basically the audience just throws stuff out there right and that night joe kind of knew that this shutdown was coming and talked a lot about the pandemic and what covid was and and it's in a small room anyway and it was just like a really fucking cool intimate show and he had some incredible shit to talk about i mean it was brilliant and that was it that was the last night as soon as that closed 
he knew that he wasn't going back there. And and they're talking about Tom Segura moving to Austin as well. Right. Maybe Burt will. I think they're, and they're going to open a club out there, right. which is... A hundred percent what I knew they were going to fucking do as soon as Joe moved there. I'm like, a hundred percent they're going to open a club. And that is going to be the best damn comedy club in the world. Like, everything's going to shift That would be my guess. Everything's going to shift to Texas from Cali, probably. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be epic. But, yeah, they're all moving. They don't need Hollywood anymore. That's why everyone was out there for Hollywood. And now it's like you look at the way people are doing things. They're just doing it themselves. It's either podcasts, release your stand-up special. Right. They don't need to be on TV shows. For sure. I need to take a play out of that playbook. For real. I, l- I like how Dave called Jamie Fingers. Yeah. He's like, hey, Google that, Fingers. <laughs> that was funny. Though. That is amazing. That was good stuff. That, was really that is amazing. He's got- he, every time I've seen him at the comedy store, like he would, I was lucky enough to see him a couple of times, and he just will walk in, you know, late, right. and no one can really do that anymore. Right. But they let Dave do it, and even the other comedians do because he's just the guy. He's the goat, right. and he will do that. He like gives the barmaids names and like just comes up with these little, and they're brilliant. They're so hilarious. Right. They're perfect. He had some and one-liners. then, of course, he had, crushes. He had some one-liners there that were pretty good. Dude, yeah. He, I don't think he can exist without being funny. Right. It's coming out. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely coming out for him, for sure. But, yeah, even though it was just an hour and, and the Donnell bit was a little bit kind of all over the place, because he kept talking about fucking soybeans. I'm like, dude, let the joke go. That's what I, that, that's what I was. I was like, let's just do new material. We don't need to keep beating on other like other subjects. I just, <laughs> I just, didn't get it. just just get over it already. Right. But yeah, I'm like, I was listening and I didn't know that Joe was. I mean, that Dave only came at the very end. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this podcast? Right. Like, I've been waiting for this. Hurry up! I want to talk about I it. I want to get yeah, into you it. See the title. But still, totally worth yeah. it. And I believe that he's coming on soon. I mean, the inauguration is January, so that means probably end of January we'll have Dave back. Right. I'm real fucking pumped for that, man. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. All right. Well, that's all the pods for this week. Thank you, Garrett, as always. Good luck out there in L.A. Hopefully, you know, let me know. We're here next week, like, where you'll be at and uh, what's going on. So keep us up to date. And you're, like, the L.A. news now for for the JRE Experience Review listeners. Um but that's it. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening as always. And talk to you next Thanks week. Thanks for having me, bud. Later. Later.